Hello everyone, my name is uh, Martin Glass and, and welcome to another edition of uh, Light Talk. Uh, in this episode I would like to talk about a small little project that we completed recently in uh, Fremantle in uh, Western Australia, just uh, between uh, Perth and the coast. Uh, it's a little courtyard, a passageway in the back of uh, Manning Building, which is wedged between uh, Market Street, High Street and William Street, just next to um, iconic uh, King Square in Fremantle. Um, the design brief was pretty simple. Um, it was a quite derelict place, a lot of antisocial behavior happening there, so they really wanted to do it up and make it a place a bit more pleasant. They were going to add in some F&B outlets around there to make it really a sort of a vibrant little space. So um, that was really our brief, uh, to make it pleasant, to make it nice, and to uh, really discourage uh, so antisocial behavior and vandalism and things like that. Um, Lighting is always the thing that glues everything together. Um, we obviously had to work with the architect, we had to work with the landscape designer. And our approach, like in all our designs, is generally um, to make light disappear in the sense that you don't see the physical fixtures. But uh, we want to validate the space and light, uh, let the light uh, enhance the environment, the landscape, etc. So that's how we set about uh, to develop and the design for this, uh, this space. Um, there's a couple of key elements uh, that we had in this space. Uh, and first of all was the integration of uh, light into benches. The architect had developed very nice uh, seating facilities uh, in that uh, landscape, uh, benches, and we thought that uh, it would be a perfect opportunity to uh, hide and conceal some lights and give also validation uh, to the space in terms of proportions and, and just the, the, the overall understanding of uh, the, the spatial uh, proportions. Um, so that was a really uh, nice thing to do. Um, it, it sort of gave some visual guidance at the same time because of the disposition of the, of the benches throughout the courtyard. Uh, it gave you a really good impression and validation of the space. The second element uh, that we brought in is to um, light up the trees. There were a certain number of groupings of trees uh, throughout uh, the courtyard. Uh, they were sort of grouped together. We never knew exactly where the trees were going to be, but we knew that there were a couple of uh, bigger trees and, and, and uh, tree groupings, plant groupings that we wanted to highlight. Uh, that was to, to sort of add the three-dimensional, the third dimension to the space because otherwise the lighting is pretty flat, it is in the landscape or in the ceiling, but by adding the light to, uh, to the trees, we created that third dimension, giving a bit of volume uh, to the space. Then we also wanted to add in an element of interest, something that people would remember. And that's where we came in uh, with the idea to add in uh, gobo projectors. A double function, one to sort of give the moonlighting effect uh, by projecting uh, light onto uh, the actual walkways, but at the same time also introducing some gobos in those projectors um, to have some element of light falling to trees and that sort of uh, idea. Uh, giving a bit of dynamic as well, those uh, gobos are uh, rotating, so there was a bit of movement, a bit of dynam dynamics in there, and uh, we thought that would uh, really bring an, an added spice to that uh, space. Uh, rather than a typical functional lighting that you would see in a courtyard uh, like that. And then finally, uh, the, third, the fourth element was um, the downlights. Uh, there was a canopy, uh, a big glass canopy and an overhang from the building itself. 
um, where we concealed lighting, uh, low glare, um, deep recess type of light fixtures. Again, with the idea not to see the lights, but to see its effect when it reaches uh, the walkway itself and the passageway. Um, so that's for the basic, the four key elements, very simple. I want to follow up a little bit and talk about the challenges that we faced. Because uh, designing looks always simple, but uh, there's always a number of hurdles to overcome. And even in a small project like this, um, you'd be surprised how many challenges uh, you have. And I just wanted to highlight a couple of them, just to give you an idea of um, what we face, even if the project is not that big. The first challenge we had really is the discrepancy between what we had on drawings and what came out in reality. And I think that's a challenge that you always have in any project, small or big. Uh, but in this particular one, it uh, was quite uh, um, typical that um, we, we designed around a certain layout of benches, a certain locations of trees, and uh, when we came to site and they were actually implementing it, it was totally different. Um, that always happens, certainly when landscape is concerned, because um, when, you know, when you go to the nursery and select the trees, you don't know how big they're going to be, and once you see them in the space, they may be positioned somewhere else. So we always knew that the uh, landscape would be a bit different. We also sort of anticipated that, that um, the location of the benches may change a little bit. Um, but in the end, um, you know, once you design it properly, you can anticipate that. So for instance, for the landscape, um, we provided the PowerPoints with junction boxes. We knew where uh, we needed the power to go, um, so the conduits could be laid. And only once we knew where the trees were, we went to side and we packed the locations to make sure that we had the, the tree applied and all that in the right uh, position. Um, so that was, that was uh, yeah, that's a challenge that we always face in, in every project, that um, the reality when people start implementing things on site uh, is not always the same. Uh, as what you have been drawing for on plans. Um, so that was the, the first challenge. Um, it was, in the end, not that challenging or th that difficult to overcome, but it's one of the things that we always face in any project. Um, the second challenge was um, the actual implementation and concealment of the light. Um, we had great ideas on how to conceal the light in the benches, for instance. Uh, we had a groove planned and we had made all the detailing and the dimensions uh, had been worked out and passed on to the landscape uh, architect. Um, but when they, they actually fabricated those uh, steel and timber benches, um, for some reason, uh, there was no location for us to put the lights. So when we were faced with that on site, we had to find alternative ways to conceal the cabling coming up into the bench. Uh, we had to create an additional surface mounted channel underneath the bench to, to hide the light. Um, in the end, when you come there, you don't really see it, um, but we know, we can see, we know that it uh, could have done even better. Uh, it's still concealed, mostly out of sight, um, and I think that um, is testament to, to the coordination we have with the contractor. Uh, but it's something that uh, we need to be prepared uh, for in, in every project. It's always a bit more difficult than you think. There's always surprises somewhere along the way when you come to site. So that challenge um, was uh, certainly um, uh, one that um, we had to, to overcome. Uh, in the end, it came out nice, luckily. Uh, and the third uh, challenge that I want to highlight is also a typical challenge for every project, is the one about budget and time. In this one particularly, because we were faced uh, halfway in the design uh, with an upcoming pandemic, uh, COVID-19 was raging, 
Uh, and uh, it meant basically that we would have difficulties in sourcing any light fixtures from overseas. Uh, we may have been um, impacted by uh, time, supply lines, etc. So right from the beginning, we, we focused on uh, getting um, the lights locally. Um, we worked straight away right from the start with a supplier uh, that had already been involved with the project in earlier stages. Um, and um, we set out to, to find uh, light fixtures that uh, were of the sort of quality that we wanted, the sort of performances that we wanted, and uh, made sure that um, the lighting effects were as we hoped they would be. Uh, we did a lot of uh, visual testing, uh, installed samples to make sure it worked all well. Even in a small project like that, we did the sample testing, the visual mock-ups, and all that to make sure that it worked out, out uh, well. Um, but that was quite a, a heavy involvement with the supplier and the contractor to make sure that we could get the lights in time, um, that we could uh, also supply them within the budget that was allocated to us. And uh, it was not a high budget. In the end, uh, when we see the result now, we are, we are quite satisfied, we're quite happy. It looks all fantastic, uh, but um, you don't always know how much sweat and tears go into it before you reach any result like that. Now if we look back at the uh, end result and we look how everything came out, we're very happy. Uh, the feedback from the client and uh, people that have been using the space now has been really positive. And I think uh, it adds a new, interesting and vibrant place to the city of Fremantle.